Hey guys, tonight we're talking Loom Watches with some special guests, Sequan the Watch Guy, and I'm back. Who, who's that? Uh oh. Who's, who's this guy? Tim means never having to say you're sorry. We don't do too many threesomes on this show, you know what I mean? It's just not, what, did I say something? No, no, I love it. <laughs> Let's get the live chat open, guys. Let's do it. We're doing a loom show today. We're gonna do our best to show broad daylight loom shots with an activator we've got, but we also have some before and after. Guys, what are you wearing tonight? Let's do some wrist chats. Uh, so, you wanna go first? Yeah, do it first. Go. I got an AP Royal Oak Offshore. This is a Safari 2. I call the Mocha Safari because that's a beautiful Mocha dial right there. And um, love these ceramic pusher APs, are probably my favorite. And um, what is not to love about this beautiful watch here? What you got on, Tim? It's too big for my wrist. But cool. aside from that, <laughs> you guys know me, I'm predictable. Zen. I, I wish we could do real in-studio loom shots, because I got a feeling this one right here would be the champ. I got something for Let's you. Let's do the best we can we'll right Get that glow, get that glow. Ooh, Ooh. look at that broad daylight. Mm, loomy. It's radioactive, that's Chernobyl right there. <laughs> what do you got going on, Jason? Just the good old uh, 114060 non-date. A little bit of black light, you can see that blue loom coming through. Just a uh, little loom warrior. Rocking the Rolex chrome light? Yep, there we go. Well, guys, I have about 20 of my favorite friends in a bag in the other room, and I'm not insured to keep them overnight, so I've got to run them back to our other headquarters in the big safe. But stick with these guys. They know what's up. Live chat, interactive show. The trading desk starts now. Have fun. Thank you. You know who brings you Tim to open up the show? The trading desk. That's all I'm saying. We could end the show right now, but we won't. But just know that we could. That was totally planned, by the way. <laughs> you could have not awesome. have asked for a more like impromptu, like walked in on the live on the go. That was hilarious. That was great. That made my weekend. Guys, welcome back to the trading desk. That gave us some energy. Yeah. Nice. Uh, Thursday <sighs> night. Hopefully, you guys are watching this live. If you are, we're going to be in the comment box. We have 15 minutes or so at the end, so get your get your questions ready, uh, get them ready to launch off. But we're going to answer those in a little bit. Tonight, as you may have uh, gotten from the long, cold open intro there, we're going to be talking loom. Uh, we got some really cool shots put together, uh, hopefully give you an idea of, we're going to you know, just have some fun with the show, get you some images. Got my good uh, special co-host here. Bad boys back at it again. Mr. Sequan. Uh, you have a, you have an Instagram, right? I do CQ underscore the watch guy. Get out there. Um, you know, feel free to message me anytime. A quick shout out to Robert Taylor, who um, just got a great piece from me off uh, Instagram. Um, Chris, Chris L, you're watching this. Dr. G as well, who watches every show. Keep it coming, guys. CQ underscore the watch guy. Message me. Um, I may not message right away back, but I eventually will find it. Um, I think with the requests as well, sometimes you don't see... The requests. I don't know. I just see, message me. You I see all the requests. I don't know. What, uh, listen, it's common. I'm just that good. No. <laughs> hey, shout out all to Matt aside, first. Uh, yeah, no, uh, no shout outs required. Evo underscore watches. Uh, DM me, message me, talk crap about watches. But we got a pretty cool kind of lighthearted, fun show. We're gonna try and keep it a little short. Uh, some of our studio guys trying to get out, uh, get out on the town tonight. Um, we don't want to mess up any hot dates. So. All right, without further ado, why don't we do an, an actual legitimate uh, wrist shot? shot. Yeah, right. so <laughs> we got this uh, black light, which we're going to talk about in a little bit, and uh, we'll give you a little, a little hit, because this is, after all, a sport watch. Oof. Hopefully you can get a little daytime light on there. I mean, look at that loom. You can even see it kind of glow in extra neon there, and like, you know, 
somebody referenced, you know, the bathroom thing. You know, if we were going to the bathroom right now, it would look a beautiful green right now. And I love that on a nice sporty watch, you can really actually see this and enjoy this at night. Like if you are actually like, I don't know, yachting or on your boat, you could actually use this and tell time really well because everything kind of lights up, everything that you need to lights up. I like it. You had to go back to the bathroom. Hey, I saw it referenced, and I'm glad that people are recalling the stories that I tell when I come in. I don't come every day, so, you know. And then, not a watch you guys really need to see, but the uh, 114060, the non-date, uh, a little bit more uh, in-depth shot than before. Um, so we have, I don't know how many lumens, 10,000 lumens hitting this watch. You can't even really get it, but we'll give you a quick of the blue. Yeah, you can, you can definitely see, see it, it coming through. But... Fear not, the entire show is not going to be us playing with this black light. But uh, we do have some really, really cool shots and even a bonus video of a very special loomed watch uh, coming yes. up at the end of the show. And then nice. we got some comments. So without further ado, we're, uh, we're skipping top five. We're rolling right into it. Give us some time to talk about these watches. Let's, uh, let's do the first one, a amazing paddock. So this is the, uh, the 5230... Uh, 5320G, my apologies. Oh, such a gorgeous watch. One of the, I mean, like, one of the most beautiful, pretty much modern uh, paddocks, some complication, but if you want a dress watch that looms, like, all day and night, this thing is, uh, so hopefully you guys like this. I don't know what the transition looks like. First time, we're testing it here. Get this night shot, this loom shot. Ooh, that worked. That was nice. So I just want to point out a couple things. Everything you need to read on this watch, which is just time, very right. and this is the a real boom shot this is not right so we're we're looking at yeah this is a uh, just taken with uh taken with an iphone um but look at the uh the radiance from the hands mm. and how bright that actually is so that that like glow off gives you an idea of how bright this watch actually is to the eye when a when a camera can pick that up um so yeah this thing's fantastic at night kind of some cool character there with the uh eight to four and then the missing in the in underneath so you kind of know there's a moon face down there yeah some exactly you know there's something you know but, there's mystery. Uh, i would argue that in the right light you could probably read the moon face with the read off from the womb on this probably you probably get a little sheen I, I just love this watch all around really great uh, perpetual calendar layout and like who doesn't love a paddock that actually gives you the loom that you want that isn't an aquanaut right you know it really Nice, punchy, um, great watch. It's such a beautiful, creamy dial. I'm a big fan of the layout and using the traditional, um, those kind of stencil almost numbers around it as well. In the flesh, too, the lugs have beautiful steps on it. And it's nice to have, uh, you know, a grand comp that you actually have fun with. And it's actually nice and bright and wearable. And, like, one of the biggest headaches, I'd say, for a lot of people who love to only wear, like, super dressy watches are, at night, the loom situation. You know, and then we can always say you don't really need, you know, but like it's so nice to actually like, ooh, see everything. Not you don't have to is, work hard at all. I think this is a type of piece that like, uh, at first when I saw it, I was I was kind of like, ah, I don't know about that. But once you put it on your wrist and once you see the watch in person, you kind of understand how it wears and what it is. It's it's not a piece that's trying to be anything. It's a pretty special paddock. I like it a lot. Um, it sits pretty well. So, yeah, no, yeah, it's, it's got a cool layout. I would definitely take that over like a fifty-five twenty-four. I think all, you get all, the same, day. you know, the same kind of uh, pilot-esque Arabic markers, but you get some complication, you get some precious metal. Even uh, I just wish the fifty-five twenty-four would just steal a cheaper retail. I don't know. We could say so many things. It's a great watch, but it's just yeah, it doesn't beat a fifty-three twenty. Awesome. What do we got next? Next one is we're going to opposite price range. We got uh, the budget baller here. 
eventually. No. What, what is this? Uh, number I mean, two is my fault. That's my fault. I mean, I guess it is a cheaper watch. This is not the watch I thought it, it was going to be, though. So it, <laughs> this is the Titleite. This is the brand new Elegante 48. Um, I guess it still is budget baller, but uh, exactly considering you know, considering it's uh, you know the less expensive uh, FP Jorn lineup. I actually I really really want one of these for myself. Fire. That watch uh, in the OD green strap that they offer I think is is awesome. And then one of the coolest things about this watch, besides it being uh, you know a basically electromechanic movement, and the, the movement being solid gold. Um, and it, it basically takes, uh, it stops itself, right? And it keeps counting. So there's a little pendulum in there. And when you pick the watch up, it comes back to life and does its so animated smoothly. sword hands. Very, very cool. But one of the, you know, the telltale signs for this watch that nobody really advertises or talks about is this next shot right here. Fully loomed dial. Insane. Insane. And the first time you see that, you're like, I didn't know I wanted a fully loomed dial until you see a fully loomed dial. Because you can just read it, it's beautiful, it's gorgeous, you really can't tell that it's loomed um, in, the, in the daytime, and it's just like, it's dope. It's really, really hard to put any other words. It's a unique complication, such a unique watch, probably like the one watch nobody really thinks about when they think uh, FP Jordan, if they don't really, really know the full collection, but to me, like, I love this all day, especially retails around 11200 for the normal titanium, I think a little bit more for the Titleite version, but both super awesome watches, super wearable, technology's awesome, and at a price point where you're very, very comfy at, you know, if you're, if you're able to cut the check, the value's staying there. It's actually not going out there because, like, we're sold out. We get one pre-owned, then, like, it flips. Yeah, it goes quick, and it's, uh, you know, it's definitely a sought-after piece. It's very, very cool. And when we're talking about, like, you know, Granted, all things with a grain of salt, being a, a, an affordable watch, it's still a, over ten, you know, it's a ten oh, to twelve thousand sure. dollar watch, relative. easy. But in the in the world of FP Jorn, that's a steal. I mean, yeah, I mean, in any steel, in any in, in that realm to have something of that quality of that price. I mean, if we're talking real budget baller, somebody was in there talking about ball watches with the best lumen. They do have like loom that will, you know, if the well, I guess there's a blackout, I mean, it'll light up the whole house for a little bit. I guess we want to say that that's so they're the tritium vial tubes, exactly. which is, you know it's a different type of it's not phosphorescence like we're talking about, but um, but yeah, it definitely plays uh, the the thing with the just not too much of a tangent, but the ball tubes, the the tritium tubes are about half as bright as you get from traditional loom, but they last longer. longer. So it's kind of a trade off, and then to get as bright with that system, you got to have like tubes all over the dial. So a little bit of a trade-off. You don't get quite as elegant of a look. I will say, though, and I'm going to put it on FP Jorn because I think that's the only FP Jorn on the list. I need some kind of loom on a movement. I want, I want some guilloche, and I want it filled with loom, and I'm going to put that on FP Jorn because it's the only one on this list, and we're probably not going to mention him again, but I feel like he's just crazy enough to, to do actually it. do it? And oh, that would be so tight. I'm the guy that would take my watch off, hit it with a black light, and be like, but the movement has loom, oh, so that'd be sick. Imagine like a loom in one though, with like some kind of loom on the movement to shine through in the night. That that'd yeah. be fire too. I mean, but. you have so you have like fully skeletonized watches that have loom on the front, and I guess you could hit them, turn it over, and get some kind of. But I want like dedicated loom movement. on a movement. I think would be sick. Oof, but fire. anyways, it's number three. This is what I thought number two was because I misread. But number three, the true budget piece on this list. There you go. That is the. 43 millimeters, so the larger size bronze black bay 
This happens to be the Booker edition in the blue, not the red. Sweet. So now you have you had the original red, then you had the blue come out, and then you had the black, uh, the chocolate come out. This piece is the uh, the full blue with the bronze case, 43 millimeter, and is gonna you know give you a lot of bang for your buck in terms of uh, loom shot. Oh yeah, no, this is this is this is what you want. I love the blue on this as well. Um, when you go to a loom shot, you'll see just nice big hands, nice bright hands. You can see everything that's going on, even you know the loom dot up top. Like this is a nice, you got the loomtastic watch. Sure. That's how to use it. I one. think one of the cool things here too is that you retain the snowflake hour hand through the loom. Uh, you know, it's not like the snowflake's there and then it doesn't light up. So the snowflake is specifically so you can differentiate the hour from the minute hand when it's behind the watch. Um, so it's kind of cool to see it there on the loom as well. Super bright, uh, maybe the one watch that in these photos doesn't do it quite justice to the camera because this watch is pretty bright in person. Yeah. Um, big bold markers, very, very cool watch. And at night is really, I mean, literally where this watch shines. This is such an awesome watch all around. This watch gets a lot of uh, really, really positive feedback from Panerai guys too because it comes on that factory really thick strap. Yeah. And it's 43 millimeters, which is a step up for, for the regular Black Bay. So a lot of guys that wear a 44 Panerai love this bronze piece. Yeah. It's really meant to be enjoyed like a Panerai as well. And like do what you want with it and put fun straps and like, you know, patina it as you will. You know, there's always a guy who's going to crack an egg on, on it. Um, and it's just fun watch. And it is, you know, again, budget is a very relative term. But like in the world that we deal with every day, it's a great budget piece. Um, and I, I love Tudor. Yeah. And then uh, I just, a couple comments that are going on in the, uh, so definitely guys know how I feel about Seiko. People are talking about Seiko Loom, 100% agree with you. Didn't have any Seikos in the vault. Um, while I love the brand, anything kind of that's not Grand Seiko really doesn't make it into our building um, unless it's from the guys on the sales, on the trading floor. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, Armand uh, loves Seiko. I love Seiko. We all have a handful. Alex, shout out to Alex Lazarus, has a few. All the guys in the office pretty much have cool, kind of weird, quirky watches like that. Um, most recently, you guys know on the last show, I uh, I showed the uh, the new Topper edition that I got, uh, and that yeah. thing is also a Loom monster. But not wearing that today. But just to address in here, yes, Seiko Loom is fantastic as well, and probably the best on the market for like sub three hundred bucks. Um, all right, next piece. Uh, Look at this guy. So the 5G, right? The Resins. Ooh. Super cool watch. Um, one of the reasons I picked this uh, piece from the images that were available to us uh, from our source, which we'll talk about later, is this watch uh, really, really did uh, kind of take the watch market by storm in its overall form factor. I think they're very, very cool, and I would definitely buy one of these over like an HYT or something that's also kind of, uh, you know, very different in the way it keeps time because I, I would bet on the fact that this mechanically is going to hold up better than some of those other systems just got a very very cool look right it's yeah. got this like oil filled capsule very space age kind of cool look um and then the loom on this is you know it's just gonna bam look at that i mean like everything it's basically like a spaceship gauge cluster right or like <laughs> a car information center it's everything that was on the watch is now available to you in full loom it's bright as hell you can read it perfectly it's nice and sharp um, and then one of the cool things to me was like, you would think that the loom would be distorted because of the how the oil. case is filled and yeah. all that, but it really isn't. It almost like, Sharpens it almost it. magnifies it. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. And then when you see one of these in person, I guess maybe I should have gotten like a side shot, but it's kind of cool too when you look through the side of it and it's loomed, uh, cause you do get kind of a cool, like, um, 
thick glass look to it. Yeah, there's a lot of dimensions uh, with these watches. I, I really love them. I like watches that make me think an extra second when I go to tell time or kind of figure it out because it kind of makes you stop in your day and really kind of it makes you appreciate the watch even a little bit more. The loom is super, super bright on it. And you're right, that oil fill makes it super sharp, almost like, you know, like they were trying to go after with the whole cell phone, iPhone um, case similarity there or crystal, I should say. I don't know. It's one of those watches where I wish there were more out there so people can get their hands on it because it, they look kind of funky, but you actually have them on the wrist. It's actually really awesome watch. It's pretty cool. And then one of the cool things too with with the brand is that they didn't stay with the five G. They didn't. Stay, they went for the new Type Threes, the slimmer pieces, yep. and they all have incredible loom. And the, you know now they have that quick set in the back, that key that unfolds, which yeah. is super cool. So just a brand that's doing really cool things that work. That's not like, you know, you get it and you have to send it back because it's broken, um, like some other manufacturers that exactly. I mentioned before we started talking really, about. Almost a workhorse. It's hard to say that, but almost that. Like, you really don't hear of, like, errors with them or, like, random, like, hey, it doesn't work and things. So a little insider info on that specific watch. And because it uses, uh, it uses essentially magnets to set the watch, uh, what they call their rocks system, mm -hmm. I believe it's called. Uh, when you set the watch, it kind of feels like maybe you're, like, skipping gears you're yes. like oversetting but really you just keep winding and what it is is like the, there's three magnets and they're lining up with the movement because the the actual winding system doesn't touch the movement it's sealed so there's the only time i've ever had a problem with that is like someone calls me and they're afraid to keep going exactly and it's just literally magnets slipping until they catch the next but uh super cool watch i'm definitely waiting for one of those uh to come down in price on pre-owned like Couple years from now, that. pick that watch up for like a couple grand. Definitely gonna get one. I think so. I think there's enough variety pumping out that you will be able to get like some of the first gen, just some uh, a really nice one at a at a pretty good price. Just really cool watches. Just if you ever get a chance to like, if there's like a watch event around you or a store that has have them, worth going and trying on just to say you did it and like to really feel how it feels on the wrist. Really cool watches. <laughs> JBO Surf says I require a fully loom sales assistant. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I guess a bunch of black lights, maybe like a, like full black light reactive Red. suit. Just kind of glows on you. I guess. I don't know. I think he's drinking uh, maybe. in the comment box. Yeah. Uh, anyhow, just poking fun at you, JBO. Got a lot of good comments. There's some today. comments and questions in here, which I definitely want to hit in the time allotted. But uh, we have a probably the coolest watch on this list, I think, in terms of when we have a conversation called Loom Show, right? So this Oof. is the Lange Lumen. Look at that thing. That thing's just gorgeous. So just a uh, fantastic limited edition piece. This thing, uh, for what this manufacturer does versus the amount of impact that they generally have on social media, this thing was like a game changer for yep. them. Uh, I don't think like Instagram, I mean, it's going to sound bad because people are thinking I hate on I hate on Lange, but I don't think Instagram really like knew what Lange was until this watch came out. Because this thing took over everybody's feed. Um, very, very cool watch. So if you guys don't know what this is, this is not your standard issue, uh, Lange. Let's hit the night shot, the loom. Bam. So fully loomed, Jeez, internal, limited edition. So all of the date windows, the moon face, the hands, everything in a three-dimensional aspect is loomed. Super cool piece. Um, you know, pretty hard to get. The watch still, I think, trades over, you know, definitely trades yeah. over retail. Um, I want to say off the top of my head, I might get killed for this in the comment. I think it was like 200 pieces. Although I, I that feel seems like, like a lot. 
I think it's, I, I want to say it's under 100, but I might be thinking about because it did this. It also did uh, my site work, I believe, Illuminous site work. Uh, it, it's super it's awesome. It's going to bother me now because I can't remember. <laughs> it, but it Somebody definitely... in the chat, please tell us the exact limited edition piece. That's your, that's your goal. We'll pop up there. Yeah, pull up Google on a different page and tell us how many pieces. I, I, I want to say... My head says 200, but for the manufacturer, for Longay, that seems like a lot yeah, of watches. Yeah, I'm so really sure it's Maybe under, it's 20? I don't remember. It's a, it, it's, it's a lower number than that. Either way, super cool watch. And I agree with what you're saying about not everybody knows a long Instagram. If you think Instagram as a main populace of people who are kind of interested in watches, Longay is that brand that everybody in this chat, everybody who's watching this, everybody who probably stumbled upon this video has heard of Long. But your average, you know, watch person who just is dipping their foot in doesn't know what it's about. They don't know. Maybe they heard about Long, Longay, but they, they haven't heard why they should, why you should be interested in that brand, why that brand is so cool, why the, the history of it and the, the, the quality of what they make is so great, even though they don't get you know, the love they deserve. You know, in a weird world right now where there's so many great brands, it's hard to stick out and it's very hard to hold attention, you know, especially like their best stuff is definitely at a higher end price point as well. So it's a, it's a tricky. So it is 200. Yeah, right? everybody's confirming 200. So uh, yeah, you listen, I'm not going to, no, I'm not going to take the credit because I doubted myself. And if I was going to take the credit, I'd have been like, it's 200. I know it like, but no, nah. but anyhow, so thank you guys for confirming that. Um, you know, to your point, what I, what I mean is that Instagram is very much a share based, so people aren't necessarily tagging people for other long A's and like, hey, did you see this? But this really legitimately, like, no pun intended, like lit. Yeah. Because it's just like, you, you wouldn't think to do it. Fire. And they always do watches like that. Like, why Why would you do it? But it's like, why not? And it's so like, such an awesome piece. And again, one of those, like, if you see it in person, you're like, wow. Yeah. It definitely uh, was a cool drop. And I think it, you know, obviously sold out. It's pretty hard to get pretty wanted so they did their job pretty well uh, i would venture to say we'll probably see something else fully loom from them yeah next year or sure. something like that but let's keep hope they coming. don't make 500 next time no, keep it just at keep it honestly like one would have been nice <laughs> all right okay we got one more for you guys before we get to this to the video uh that i promised you and mm. that is a piece that i have recently fallen in love with uh, I, i'm there with you this watch um you know, when I saw the drop, when, when this watch first was announced and released, I was kind of like, ah, oh, it's cool, but I'm not sure. I'm going to have to see it. And I got to tell you guys, if this wasn't white gold, if this was steel, I would 100% be getting one. And I know that might sound a little shallow, like a little like obvious, like, yeah, yeah, you would get one. because. But there's not a lot of watches that uh, I want right now. And 42 millimeter, big, bold markers, which actually kind of remind me of uh, i used to have a super, uh, super ocean steelfish yeah uh which you know i guess wow, it might be bad similar. to compare this to a breitling but a classic watch the classic thing is watch. like proportionally the big markers um you know obviously says that it's a dive watch bright as all hell which we're going to show you right here uh very very wearable size ceramic um and Even then lights up the date window yeah so <laughs> yeah it's so bright it lights up the date window but also you can see on the rehot, the reflective, the the loom just mm -hmm. bouncing off that inner rehot. Um, that's kind of like what we were talking about with the first piece, right? The paddock. When you get that that ambient light that comes off, just imagine how bright. This doesn't even do it justice. Imagine no. how bright that is in person when you get that same kind of like ambient, uh, you know, radiance, similar to like a light bulb almost. It's crazy. This watch, uh, I you know, in person at night is crazy bright. And uh, it actually is the only Oyster Flex 
that you can buy that has the full extension, the full uh, glide lock. Oh, really? So, I didn't even... Yeah, so it comes with the same awesome. glide lock as the Submariner. Um, so that's actually full... really great for people with Oyster Flex. It's so hard to get those sides. Yeah, so, so that the, just kind of really we've said, fixes your you life. Know, my kind of, my denominator that I've, I've hated with that Oyster Flex is there's 22 different sizes. It's like different 20, you know, 11 on each side. You got to get the number exactly right. You really only have a five millimeter extension on, on pretty much all of them. Um, so this guy... While you can still change the sizes between all the sizes, you get the full like four lengths of extension uh, in that, the buckle, which is nice. And that's a hidden cheat. Yeah, so that's that definitely. I didn't even know that had that on there until I put the watch on my wrist, um, and I was super surprised. I like this watch a lot. Uh, I actually, you know, I've been thinking about the uh, getting the Smurf. Yeah. And so the white gold doesn't totally push me off of this, but I still I think the Smurfs. Are so it, it, it's really nice. Um, it it would have been really nice in steel, but like I'd honestly buy it in white gold. You know, Rolex is gold right now, and like that watch, honestly, for a guy with a bigger wrist, is perfect. Especially I love the Oyster Flex bracelet. Um, it's just an awesome watch when you put it on. The, the the size is there. I love a good ceramic bracelet. You know, in a perfect world, it'd be steel. In a perfect world, it'd be in a black dial. There'll also be a blue dial version. You know, maybe that'll come in the future. Rolex is a one ship that we can't really push, and we wish we would. Uh, a lot of Rolex hate in there. Like, what you gotta admit, and I'm somebody who, like, for the most part of my career, I had to sell against Rolex. So, like, I was always a kind of a Rolex hater. They make a nice watch, and like, you can say all you want when you put that watch on. If you have a wrist of that size, it's really, really nice on the wrist. Forget about price and all that. It's just a great watch. It's something that, like, definitely you should have your eyes on if you're, like, even entertaining something around that so, price point. Yeah, for me, the size of this thing is perfect. It sits right. I would say it sits just under, like, what a Skydweller sits on the wrist, but bigger than a sub. So kind of has the uh, presence on the wrist like a 116600 yeah. has, but with being a little bit bigger and not quite as large as a, a Skydweller. But... For me, this is like, so you could have just skipped the 43 millimeter 50th anniversary All size day. and come out with the 42. Um, I don't know. I still like the 43 better than the 44, but I, this 42 millimeter Yacht Master is awesome. Uh, watch a fishing out. I see you like bad service and Rolex boycott the brand. And you know, it's honest. Uh, to be honest, you, you have to really take the fact that they do make over a million watches a year and be amazed that they, they have the sellout that they do. You know, like, again, you, you, you know, it's not my favorite brand in the world, but like, yeah, even as somebody from a business aspect, not many brands can do that, have the turn that they do, and have like the market is still so so strong on them. You know, it's it's a it's, it's an interesting, very interesting brand, and it's awesome watch. Listen, they, they're in a great place. They, you know, everybody wants to be them. Um, they run a business like nobody else. They run, you know, supply and demand and distribution like nobody else. The reputation is top top notch. You don't hear about like oh their shady service department. They are, they're a well-oiled machine, yep. and that doesn't happen by accident. So, you know, as much as, similar to your, in your respects, like I always sold, uh, I always sold Rolex, but it was majority of it was pre-owned, and I was never, you know, for the last five years uh, now, I guess I have been, but before that I was in a, I wasn't an authorized dealer for new, yeah. so I was always making a case against new, but the thing is just the conversation, you just can't get the watches now in the market. And that's a whole different conversation, which we've had on here before. But you, it's really, really hard to hate on Rolex. I think um, if you're going to hate on Rolex, it's for a couple points, but it's not quality. It's not It's not the watch. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, All right. I want to move to special bonus. We're bringing you a video. Oh, yeah. 
it's uh, it's of one of these watches we just discussed, and uh, let's roll that now if we could. Such a beauty. And look. Loomy. Looks so much better in the video too than in the pictures. But yeah, here in the video, depth. you can see the depth to the dial. This is why we wanted to include the video. Um, you know, the picture is one thing, the video is a whole nother thing. It shows you how much uh, transparency you have towards the top of that dial. And then in the loom itself, how much it pops out from, from how deep in the, into the dial of the watch. So a super cool piece. I do want to go ahead and we have one more photo slide for you. Um, all of the images uh, that I've taken here and the video have been produced by uh, Lumen Watches, which is a uh, very good friend of both of ours. Yeah. He works in our office uh, for our company, and this is kind of a side project that he set up for himself, and we are in total support. Uh, has just gotten 400 views, uh, 400 followers. Started this, uh, what, less than a, two months ago, I would say, a month yeah, and a half. Maybe like six weeks. So yeah. we're, we're pushing them. Um, just awesome content. And it was, I will say, it was a little hard for me to get you guys these still photos because one of the nice things about his page is that every posting's a video. Yep. So you really do get, like, you see really how fun. nice that video was at the end of this um, and getting a different perspective from the video. All of his shots are video. And he uh, is very, very good at Photoshop, so that he does cool transitions between, like, the day to night. Anyways, if you're not following him, the, the name is Lumen Watches. Highly recommend. Uh, maybe drop him a DM. Tell him you came from us. You know, shout out. Yeah. Jason sent me. And uh, I'm honestly so glad he did this because, like, right now, like, you think it's just cool. But I think if you look out there, it's really hard to get nice loom shots of, like, random watches. And because of the position he is with us, he gets to give you loom shots of pretty much everything you could think of. So even if there's, like, a random watch you want a loom shot, loom shot of, shoot him a message and he'll make it happen for you. And it's, um, it's nice because you really can't find good loom shots that are not... Um, Photoshop by the brand so or something a, like that. So very, very talented guy in a position where he uses a camera on a daily basis, has watches coming across his desk on a daily basis, and now has access to a black light. So voila, this page is born. Yeah. Um, there's really no other perfect storm where somebody would be able to give you this kind of content. Um, so I'm, I'm super stoked. I think that easily this could probably be like a twenty to 30,000 follower page oh, yeah. uh, in a year or so. Oh, yeah, like for it, sure. it could definitely blow up. But uh, yeah, special shout out to, and we've done it before, but Lumen Watches for providing uh, you know the videos in which we snagged all of the stills from, and uh, the one last video at the end there. So that yeah, um, you know for years we've been uh, people have talked about Loom videos, and I, I've always wanted to do one. Unfortunately, turning the studio lights on and then back off and on and back off. Uh, one, they'll, they'll take too long to power up. Two, you're not going to get the focus and how crispy. Uh, he gets them with the iPhone and all in the low light and the black light. So hopefully that gives you guys, you know, something to watch. I'm very, very sorry for our uh, pod, you know, podcast guest tonight. This was a oh, very right. heavily visual show. Just imagine. I'm going to go ahead and say we don't air this as a podcast, but uh, it probably will make it because I just said that and nobody listens to me. Or listen but, um, while you go through his Instagram page, and then that will kind of give yeah, you. Yeah, and then it's like a like you know. a audio. You know, <laughs> it's like an audio book mixed Ex with yes. uh, directory. So, anyways, um, if you guys have a question like we asked you for, loom, you know, ready to set up, whether it's Loom related or not, or it's uh, you know a Thursday night question, or it's what the hell was Tim doing on the entry to our show, 
send it over now. We're going to be, uh, you know, kind of browsing the chat. You let me know if you see anything yeah. there. Um, um, quick shout out, David Butler, the whole pod team back at the office there. Um, David Butler has an Instagram as well. What's, what's his uh, Watch Butler, I believe is his Instagram. This is coming on pretty good. Let's see if there are any cool questions here. Um, uh, Greg Sheppel, nobody in Australia has steel Rolex right now. I, I would wonder, um, Greg, you know, how's your relationship with the dealer? You know, not not to point Greg out, but it's always that, like, you know, the dealer doesn't have anything. You know, are you buying anything else from the dealer? You know, I think there's a lot of guys out there, again, not not you specifically, but there's a lot of people out there who call. But again, we got, like, I want to say 50 to 100 calls a day of people looking for, like, you know, brand new Rolex, brand new 57, you know, brand new, and it's, like, people who you've never heard of before, and it's, like, any dealer in the world, you got to establish some type of relationship, even if you just buy your the jewelry for your, your wife or something like that. You got to have a... You know, you gotta, you gotta do it. <laughs> They're feeling loom in the dark. <laughs> That's funny. There's uh, tons of so uh, Tariq's in the comments says CQ doesn't have to take people in the bathroom anymore. No, I don't. You know, black just, black lights, um, black lights have, ch have changed it a little bit. Hans in the in the chat asking where Elena is. Elena, so we're rotating guest semi regular co host um, She's not on this week. She was on uh, last week. Really. She she is much better than me. I I, I admitted that. I can't, I can't, can't help it. No comments. Um, Reston's Type 1G dial loomed. Uh, yeah, I believe it is. Um, there's a comment there. Why should we have to buy three Cellini just to get one sub? You should. So, like, it's not even that, but it's like, if you had a Rolex, you know, if you were selling, if you had a great restaurant and you only had this one dish that came in once a month, Right, and somebody's only coming to you there for one dish. Why would you give it to the person who only is coming for the one dish? Why wouldn't you come to the person who's like, "Hey, my my family festivities are here. We we do all these things. It's just like normal business." Not yeah, so. Here's here's my take on this. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you no, off. Please. Um, you shouldn't have to buy three of those to get a sub, but you should have spent. A little bit of money with that dealer over the last five years. Exactly. So the so the dealer that's it, it's basically extortion. The dealer that's trying to get you to buy three watches before they put you on a list for is trying to sell the inventory they have currently, right? No, that's not a secret. Everybody gets that. It's wrong. We don't do that. We legitimately, you know, if you have a relationship with us, you have a relationship with us. You shouldn't have to create an artificial relationship by saying, okay, here's all of my money, and eventually you'll get me this cool watch. The relationship should exist. Now, what's happening is, unfortunately, the watches the watches in demand, and people are now finding out, oh, I can't get this watch, which makes it attractive. Huh. So, what you're getting is people that are walking into the situation that have never bought a watch before. They don't know, and the dealers, you know, taking advantage of that a little bit. And you know, it's not a practice that I agree with. It's not something that we do, but having a relationship with the with your dealer is probably the the most likely going to be the only way you're going to get something that you want without having to lay out some kind of money. It's unfortunate, but it, it, supply and demand. Yeah, it, it's a world It's a world we live in. And again, just most Rolex dealers sell other watches or sell jewelry or sell something. You know, just make some type of relationship. I, that, that's all I can say. Um, it, it does suck. You know, hey, I would love to go buy a sub tomorrow if I can't. You know, it's one of those things. But again, like having that relationship really, really helps out. NS something says, don't be in an abusive relationship with your AD. 
Hey, there. There you go. Hey, there are some abusive AD relationships out there. Sometimes you gotta dump the crazy ones, man. You know, move on. Hey, maybe we set up like a one eight hundred line. One eight hundred crazy AD. Call us, and we can you know help you with your your AD issues. Uh, Matt Forrester, shout out to Matt in the comment box says, just go by and talk to the AD. Buy straps, cheap stuff, get service through them, make relationships. I got offered a Hulk, uh, bought a Batman and a Skydweller. So I will say like that's a good way to start. Um, you also don't want to be the guy that's the tire kicker too, you know. Um, but I think that the most important thing here is if you want to establish a relationship is do it from an educational standpoint. If you want to learn, learn from those people, but approach it, you know, the, the best way is to approach it, you know, humbly like, hey, listen, I'm trying to learn. I know a little bit from what I've read online. I watch, you know, obviously you're going to watch uh, our videos if yeah. you're listening to this, watching Tim, that's a great source. But I'd much rather have a conversation with the guy on the phone that calls me is like, hey, listen, I've kind of read a little bit, don't know a whole lot. Can you tell me about the watch market? Why is it that I can't find a sub? Instead of the guy that's picking up the phone, I'm looking for a new Submariner. Like, so approach it from an educational standpoint. If you're, you know, sales professional or your ADs, any kind of a respectable person, they're going to have that conversation with you. Um, but yeah, it's a good point. Make contacts. You know, it's a small, small industry. There's tons of times where somebody calls up and they're like, oh, I deal with this dealer. It's yeah. like, okay, great. I sell him watches all the time. I know that guy. Exactly. Um, so it's, you know, we've talked about it before. It's a much smaller industry than people realize, but it's a good point. Um, let's see. You got anything else in here before we wrap uh, this up? Let's see. I got a few shout outs. Shouting Selton, Photog, WC, um, High Rise, and Ben. How you doing, buddy? Um, I don't know. Anything. I, I see they're, they're talking about the Australian situation, but it really is, like, it's relationships. You know what I mean? Like, you'd be, I, I had to, you'd just be amazed at, like, you know, ha have a relationship with your dealer, talk to people. You know, not a lot of people are just going to give you, um, first of all, there's not that much inventory coming in. You think 1.3 million watches, but you don't understand the the demand that's there, that the sellout is is pretty, pretty crazy. I'm glad you guys are loving the Loom page. I'm telling you, that's going to end up being like six years from now, a real great resource of just awesome Loom shots, so random watches that like, if you want to buy something, you'll be able to go there and, um, you know, see some Loom. Yeah, I mean, I've, so I've sold some watches before they've even hit the website because of the gentleman who runs that page bringing me over the watch and going, look, look at this, look at the Loom, look at it cool. And then I send that video out before it even makes the website. So it's definitely cool. It's a, also kind of a, a neat, back you know like uh behind the scenes into our office because it's just one more guy that you can follow and kind of get an idea of what's happening in our office uh you know all of the sales guys one day you know what we should do is uh collect like all of our sales guys instagrams and throw them up yeah that, people do that good. yeah you um, actually get a pretty good view into the office that yeah. way through stories and like random random watches oh but, uh, quick quick note before we we good we did do a loom show and we didn't bring panerai so like i I had a, uh, a Carbotech skewed up, and then I went to pull the the loom, and to be honest, it was so bright that it came across hazy, and then I just couldn't get the right shot from the from the uh, capturing it from the video. So apologies, there is no Panerai. I did intend to have a Panerai. Uh, you guys know I love Panerai, but... Uh, it was a good point. I had to give John Doe a shout out. He did catch us there. All right. Maybe next time. I think I'm gonna call that one again. My Instagram is Evo underscore watches. Make sure you follow me. If you don't, you're dead to me. 
and uh, unsubscribe and don't watch my show anymore. Get at it. No, I'm just kidding. Well, well, come over. After he kills you, what's come your, on over. What's your Instagram? <laughs> CQ underscore the watch guy. Uh, no apostrophe there. Uh, follow me. Shoot me a message. Let's just talk watches. Have some fun. Or send me your loom shot. You know, maybe I'll do like a story with shots, a bunch of loom shots. Loom shots. Shout out. Say hi. Drop by. Appreciate it, guys. Hopefully, uh, you know, we're we're getting big, man. 91,000 subscribers. We're on our way yeah. to, to yeah, 100,000. Uh, if you're watching this on uh, live, appreciate the, the feedback in the comments. If you're not, uh, drop a comment on the posted video. And uh, we're out of here, man. Have a good one. Thanks, guys. That was fun. <laughs>